0: welcome to the truth podcast i'm your host Hani rambod i'm here with my co-host dave and we're here to break down the 2020 ifbb pro league chicago pro men's open bodybuilding how you doing brother good how are you good man it was a good weekend it was great weather here in the bay area absolutely and it was an awesome show
1: awesome they brought it
0: yes yes this was the most competitive the show of the year um i think due to several different reasons Yep. One of them being that we are farther away from the lockdown Mm -hmm. in a lot of the states. So I feel like people are are getting back to kind of some kind of new norm. Yeah. So they were able to be able to get to the equipment that they needed and not have to do as many workarounds possibly and being able to do what they need to do like they normally would in terms of just gym time. Right. So, you know, cardio gym time and all these other things were before maybe having to, get to a gym that was in, in their county or whatnot and now some literally home workouts everywhere. probably yeah home workouts yeah. um i know that uh, i had heard that max charles was doing some stuff back in in the previous show yep. trying to prep and not have access to certain equipment but at the end of the day these guys all brought it
1: conditioning yeah Big they got time.
0: conditioning fullness dryness uh the top five top six guys honestly really really brought it um let's go ahead and start it off because i know you have some of your favorites and yep. most of the people we talked about were right there yep right in that top five Yep, right right, right there when we did the review show mm-hmm. uh, or i should say when we did the our actual um show that and i don't know if you want to call it like our what, what, do, we, what do we call that preview
1: now? preview yeah our preview, preview
0: show preview yep. show um so i'll go ahead and let you lead it off
1: are we going to start with fifth or are we going to start with first?
0: I think we should go ahead and start backwards. So maybe maybe let's start with a person that we thought we would be in the mix, on Nguyen. Okay. Okay, An Nguyen placed sixth. Yep. And he was a guy that could have been right up there in the top two, top yeah. three. And I think that...
1: I mean, he was in shape. I mean, he looks good. He looks good. But I think it was just such a fierce competitor. Like the top five in front of him were just so on. That it was hard for him to, <laughs> on <to laughs> Part to in the maneuver. Yeah, pardon the pond. <laughs> it was hard for him to maneuver into that top five. But I mean, it was still a good showing for him. It's the package that he usually brings. Yeah, I I, I agree. I
0: think that he was right there. For him to have been able to move up through this core, yeah. the resistance was so big. It was yeah. like NFL lineman. Yeah, you know, going against a fullback. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, these guys. When you get a big guy that also brings the conditioning, then you got to step aside. Yeah. And this is where on would have to either be exceptionally conditioned or have to be a little bit bigger.
1: One of the top five would have had to been off slightly. Exactly. Yep.
0: But um, good showing for on. So congratulations and doing that. I mean, I know, obviously I'm sure he's disappointed because he was right up there in the points. Yeah. So he didn't make the qualification cut, which sucks about that, but just. Having some consistency this mm-hmm. year, congratulations on that! Because this is the last qualifier for the Olympia competition for 2020.
1: And it was abbreviated competitive season. If there would have been a full season, he probably would have been in there for sure. 100%. He would have yeah.
0: been in there. Yeah, 100%. It's yeah. not even a, a question. Yeah, um, because if there had been was just like one more show, mm-hmm. he'd be in there. Yep, but unfortunately, there isn't. So, um, I, I know that he's going through it, but the good thing is he had a good, consistent season, he brought When I say consistent, the consistency to his physique. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Where in the past, it's like, oh, wow. You get glimpses of really good Mm -hmm. conditioning and then a big drop off. And then back again. Mm -hmm. And now he's been consistent. So, again, congratulations to him on a very solid finish uh, at the end of the year here. Um, And moving on to fifth place, um, Eddie Bracamontes. Hopefully, I pronounced that his name properly. Yeah. um, From San Diego.
1: I mean, he was a guy that, that, I mean, could be considered a dark horse for sure uh, he maneuvered his way into the top five, which is impressive to, to his credit. Yeah.
0: We're looking at some of the photos and guys, this is the other thing. Um, just make sure you let us know if you'd want to see this type of show on YouTube exclusively, because I know that it becomes a bit convoluted when you guys don't get to see all of the different images that we're sharing with you on the podcast. So if you go on to YouTube, let us know if you'd like to see this exclusively on youtube so that we don't upload it into the podcast because we want to hear your feedback because if it's going to be a lot of visuals and it gets frustrating we don't want to create that frustration for you Um, but if you like the fact that we're talking through it then let us know as well but you're going to have to let us know on the youtube because obviously we don't get to see all the comments on the downloads so make sure you do that and again like comment subscribe (laughs) and turn on your notifications. Okay. So going back to Eddie, I think he was definitely the surprise of the show for sure. And I think that the other guys that we were talking about have been in the mix in the past and Eddie has, you know, he really brought it. I think from the pictures I saw full round, great shape could have been a little bit harder from behind from just a couple of the pictures I saw. And again, there wasn't a ton of them, but for him to be able to move up, he just needs to get a little bit more condition from behind and a little more detailed. Right. And uh, I think that when I did see a couple weeks out photos, it's one of those things where he just needs to continue to build more separation through the backside. But congratulations to him because I think, especially in this lineup.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this lineup was a monster. Speaking of monsters, Mr. Nick Walker had a good showing, I think.
0: Man, that's that was your favorite. He's your favorite.
1: He is my favorite. He was my favorite going to the show. I mean, him and Akim both tied for first. But I mean, to be his first pro show, coming off North Americans getting his pro card. I mean, this isn't. I mean, there's nothing. Well, to hang he your head didn't. On. He
0: wasn't with. He was oh, Max Charles beat him.
1: Yeah, fourth. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, yeah, yeah we're going backwards. Fourth. Yeah, fourth
0: place. Yeah, but you said it was him and Akeem.
1: No, 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 I said him and Akeem in terms of my personal favorites. Oh, your personal, he, favorites. yeah, my personal oh, okay. favorites. Yeah. Okay, yeah,
0: so he plays fourth. Yep. And again, you, there's you've been very, very vocal. Yeah. Uh, you know about liking his physique.
1: Yeah, he's a he's a monster to be so to be so young and to be so ridiculous already. I mean, the future's <laughs> pretty bright for him, I would say. Okay. Well, I'm
0: gonna play devil's advocate. Right okay. Now. And I'm not. Again, this is only i know he goes on to the channel yeah he's he's commented before and we would love to have him at some point but this is where i feel that he did amazing for his first show right especially because of this now but what he has to do is he's going to have to continue to refine his physique yep. and not worry so much about the size because he's got the size locked yep. i mean his his size is amazing especially for being so young like you said so What I want to be is just share a little bit of that critical eye Mm -hmm. so that way he can take something from this, you know, because he is a listener. And I think that with him, his showing really shows that he can mix it up with the big boys. But what he needs to do is he needs to make sure that he doesn't overcompensate with this, because when you're big, you tend to want to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And you don't realize that that's not what you need. What you need is you need that refinement and that separation. And I think if he can continue going down that road, that's where he's going to get the best out of his physique. That's where he's going to get most out of his physique. Again, man, he's, 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 he's so muscular. He's got these giant arms, giant legs. Uh, conditioning was good. Um, it's just a matter of just making sure that you continue to refine that. And I don't know if he wants to go through the pain of trying to, you know, get, remove those varicose veins because um, I know what the process is and I've had clients do it in the past and it's very, very painful, but it's one of those things where aesthetically it is one of those things where,
1: you know, it gets a little bit, could that pull them back?
0: I don't know if it's going to pull, hold them back. I just think that eventually it's might be something you might want to look into, right? You know, it's just, it gets, do I think it's a little distracting personally? Yes that's for me but mm-hmm. do i think that is it going to be enough to be able to go in there and and see somebody to get them removed um it, it's going to be up to him right. you know it's not a fun procedure but it is, some, it is something that people do every day you know men and women yeah but it's you know because they're just so prominent on him because as he really gets conditioned right they just really pop out and i don't think um and there's a level of vascularity that's good mm-hmm. and then when you get to the, the, the varicose veins the really really nasty ones i think much. it gets to be a little bit too much in my opinion but um but i think he had a really good showing so um you know you killed it, bro. I mean, going from a pro becoming a pro and stepping up against these guys and being in the top five, you did a great job. So definitely, kudos and props to you. And I know a lot of people like yourself, Dave, would love to see him on the Olympia stage. Oh yeah, but it's one of those things that he will obviously get on the Olympia yep.
1: stage very, very
0: soon. Yes. It's just not going to be this year.
1: Absolutely. What do you? Th- is it similar to Rami? Is he similar to Rami? And br- and what I mean is like in what if way Rami were to bring the conditioning. Rom's such little bit.
0: an anomaly yeah. that Rami is is a whole different animal, bro. Right. I mean, I, we could do an entire segment on Rami. Um, but it's, um, and and it, he's an amazing person, by the way. You know, me and, and Rami are have been friends for a very, very long time since right after he turned, um, or after he went to New York Pro. Mm-hmm. And you know, we get together and we have lunch and you know, in Kuwait. And he's been coming to my seminars when i in Kuwait. He's a fisherman, isn't he? Uh, he used to be. He used to be, <laughs> he used to be. <laughs> now. So now Andre is a fisherman, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um that's an inside joke for all you guys <laughs> but um the the key is uh with rami is conditioning but is it, it, it's so again I, I don't know your question but uh when it pertains to rami i think that Rami is a person who's got a ton of mass and he just needs to really work on being able to nail that conditioning and because he's to be able to show off more separation in his physique.
1: Yeah. And that's why I thought with Nick Walker, he has a ton of mass, so you don't need to grow anymore. So now it's just fine tuning, similar to Rami. Just yes. Fine tuning. Yes. Fine-tuning.
0: But Rami even more so. Yeah. Because, because like I said, Rami is so big and so thick right. that to be able to get to that separated look, right. um, it's going to take him and it's going to be harder for Rami because he's just so, and he's also bigger. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah um third place Mm -hmm. max charles
0: max charles um again if it wasn't for the fact that these other two guys showed up at the show max would be winning the show yeah hands down Mm -hmm. um i think that he really brought a great package i think that overall he was 10 to 20% better than his previous show. Yep. And again, guys, when I say 10 to 20 you know, percent, I'm, I'm saying that from the photos that I've seen yeah. and at the end of the day, what it really comes down to with him is just really getting his legs going yeah. because his upper body looks great. It's just that it's always going to be a little bit, it's been always been a little bit lagging behind. Mm-hmm. And I think when these other two guys, if they weren't in the show, he all day long max charles oh
1: yeah hands it would have been him
0: yeah, yeah. he yep. would have just won the show and it would have been a cakewalk yeah but you got two guys that not only are these big guys but also they nailed it so he ran into
1: yeah
0: he's <laughs> resistance
1: a little bit of resistance yes he's got a little time to work on those legs headed into the olympia because he is number one in points so yes we'll see him
0: yes so December. the cool thing about the points so going into the weekend there was a big question mark about who's going to be able to get into the Olympia because the top three point holders will get qualified for the mm-hmm. Olympia. Max Charles ended up get, uh, getting enough points yep. to go. Then obviously the automatic winner was going to be Akeem, Akeem because mm-hmm. he, he won. And because of the, the jockeying positions, Regan Grimes – now is in third place, but he holds that spot. So he gets qualified. Mm -hmm. So Regan's in third with 12 points. Then you have Justin Rodriguez in uh, second and 14 points, and then Max Charles in first. So now he can do exactly what you said. He can refine, Mm -hmm. grow into the show and be able to bring even a better look coming in in about eight weeks.
1: Second place, Justin Rodriguez.
0: Justin, very impressive, man. Very. I mean, very impressive, and he could have easily won that Tampa show, right? Yeah, i mean, A lot of people said that that it mm-hmm. was a coin flip, mm-hmm. right? And I think he was just a better version of that. He just was able to come in a little fuller, right? A little bit harder, um, again, more time in the gym, more time, you know, with a little bit of the new normal, right? And I think that you could really see that it paid off in spades, and between him and um, Akeem. It was tied.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you about that.
0: Mm-hmm. It was tied. So so now we're going into the top two. Yeah. And, and we both know that they got worked. Yeah. A lot of these guys got worked. Yeah. Uh, even your boy, Nick, got worked, yeah, he did. right? Yeah, he did. You know, mm-hmm. um, he got, he got, when we say he got worked, it means that the call outs were just so competitive that they wanted to keep moving them around, comparing, which is really cool because sometimes people complain that, oh, there's not enough comparisons right. or whatever. Right.
1: compared to this person or this person. Yeah. Right. Well, that
0: didn't happen. That
1: didn't happen this time. No,
0: no. It seems to me that from everything I've seen, they did a really good job getting comparisons. But after prejudging, when I saw the points, Justin was ahead. So when you look at the points, Justin had straight firsts. Yep. So usually when you go in from straight first, you're winning the show. Right. Well, then when you turn in to the finals, he got straight second. Yep. Now, if you go and look and you're, I know what you were going to ask me, mm-hmm. go ahead and ask it.
1: So th- it looks like the points so it flipped, but they ended with the same total. So now how do you do, how do you decipher who's first or second?
0: That's a really good question. So what happens is in the IFBB pro league, if they're exactly the same points, mm-hmm. whoever wins the night show, yeah. the last look wins.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay.
0: Wow. So if you shot your water early yeah, and you peaked at prejudging oh, and man. it's exactly the same, oh, yeah. you're going to have a problem. Yep. So what happened was when justin came on he was looked amazing in pre-judging. then he faded just a bit or just what they saw was whether he did fade or he just stayed the same and then you turned around and had to keem who got sharper who at got night. sharper at night now all of a sudden it's tied up whoever looks best at night wins during a tiebreaker wow that's how it usually works that's crazy so that's you know
1: That's it. Yep. (laughs) Did I answer your question? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Akeem looked great. He did. Oh,
0: yeah. Akeem really brought it. I mean, it's the best I've ever seen him. Yeah, for sure. And uh, he brought a very very nice combination of size with conditioning. Mm -hmm. And uh, he reminds me of an older bodybuilder that's not around anymore named Orville Burke. And Orville Burke was a monster. And he, um, you know, I I just... uh, But anyhow, for those of you that were out there that knew who he was, but just uh, Akeem, you know, even leading up to the show, we saw those pictures of him and saw the conditioning, Mm -hmm. the thickness in his quads, the graininess. He brought a really good combination of hardness, separation, and fullness and was able to get a lot of that pop. So, and then so did Justin. It's just that they, just the timing was a little bit different between the two Yeah, and then like I said, whether Justin stayed the same and Akeem got a little sharper at night right. or if Justin just faded slightly, it was just enough to be able to say, okay, now we're going to flip-flop the placings. Right. And then because it was the exact three judges that said first and then in the morning and then at night they said, no, this guy's now first, yep. then it ends up being breaking that, the tiebreaker.
1: Right. How do you get sharper at night? Is it is it whatever you do? in between that little break that you have between pre and finals?
0: Yeah. So it's a couple, it's a couple different things. Number one, you end up posing. Posing makes you sharper because mm-hmm. you start getting a little bit of the excess water out. Yeah. And, and then also the nerves, a little bit of the pre-judging nerves go away. Mm-hmm. So your body tends to kind of relax. So if you have a heightened sense of, you know, if you have a heightened cortisol level, and now that's kind of been able to get, you're able to get past that, right. you get to chill, relax. Sometimes you take a nap after pre-judging. And then, comes the foods and then that's when your coach is telling you okay eat this drink this do this and sometimes tweaking that so you could be flat and then come in fuller or you could be a little watery and then you come in a little tighter just depending on how far off the mark you were and then sometimes you nail it and then you got to just try to keep it and then what makes it even more difficult is this is only like several hours in between pre-judging and I show. Yeah, it's
1: not a day. It's it, not like the Olympia where it's one day and then one day. Exactly. Yep. Now you got to try to turn around and hold that shit for two days. Yeah.
0: And then the old Olympia wasn't like that. Yeah. The Olympia was used to be back when Ronnie, you know, the beginning of Ronnie's era, it used to be a one day show. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle of his era, then it switched into a two day show. Yeah. And so it made it a lot harder because then you're like, okay, where do I peak? Do I peak here? Do I peak there? What's right. going on? Because if I'm too far behind and then, you know, and if it's a tie and I'm right. trying to push for the second day, yep. what do you do? So I know a lot of people and coaches are listening to this right now. And they're like, <laughs> how am I going to do this? So how am I going to peak for the Olympia? And it's going to be like, yep, yeah, you're going to stress out about that shit. Um, but all in all, it's it's really a matter of several different factors, Right. but it really has to do with how full you are. And then when you look at yourself on stage or your coach is looking at you and then they're going to make the adjustments right. because they're going to say, okay, yeah, eat this. Let's throw a burger in. We need a little extra sodium. You need yeah. a little extra pop. Um, you're a little too flat. You're a little too dehydrated. You're a little too whatever. And then you try to do that or on the flip side of that, like I said, if you hit it and then how do you hold it? And right. then that's a whole different other set of, uh, <laughs> d- different set of circumstances you going to deal with.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, all in all, the show, I mean, this being the final show before the Olympia, I mean, it was not a letdown. It was awesome. Yes, it was
0: absolutely everything beyond my expectations. Absolutely. Yeah. Beyond my expectations. And again, shout out to IFBB Pro League, the, um, the NPC and the promoter of the show, the Wing of Strength guys and everybody else. Because at the end of the day didn't even have to do this show yeah. let alone move it from chicago to atlanta yeah. so you know tim gardner and all those guys i mean thank you for keeping bodybuilding alive during Absolutely. this tough pandemic and Absolutely. this tough time because yep. i think it was very very exciting mm-hmm. and um congratulations to Akeem. yep congratulations to Akeem, going to the big show again see you in december yep yeah yep. <laughs> and um again guys let us know what you think about the format. If you think that it just really should sit only on YouTube, let us know if you think that you'd like to continue to listen to what we're talking about. So it still stays on the actual podcast on Spotify slash iTunes, then let us know about that as well. And make sure you we're getting a ton of people doing reviews now. So thank you. So continue that in regards to the iTunes as well as Spotify, because that really makes a difference in our ranking. And, um, do you have anything else nope that's it awesome man Thank so you. that was the 2020 ifb pro league chicago pro men's bodybuilding appreciate everybody listening i'm Hani rambod and that's the truth